Welcome to Nerdgasming with Robbie Rockets and the Dude Dereal. Jumping straight in to the Bad Batch, Episode 5. Here we go, Rampage. Did you ever think we were going to see a baby Rancor on Star Wars? No. But did you know that we were mercenaries? Yeah. What, would you believe that? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean we're mercenaries? What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, basically, that job they take from Sid classifies them as mercenaries. They're just trying to find work for pay. They don't care what side they're on at this moment. They're trying to freaking survive, these guys. I just think it's morally. Like, the missions have to be morally right. And we saw that in the beginning because they didn't want to do the Empire missions. Yeah. And they were like, oh, no, slavers are bad. Yeah. and As you should be. Yeah. You know, the Zygerian slavers deserve to have their asses kicked as they did in the Clone Wars. I take joy every time their asses get kicked. And Omega getting a little more responsibility? Yeah. Also, when are they going to learn? Just take her with you. Yeah, because it seems like she saves their ass every time. I feel like she could have helped them out with that monster. Easily. She could have spotted him. I think... This episode, I hope, makes them realize that they need her more often. Because now, also, she's got comms. Those comms can help at any point now. Especially yeah. the also, way she's helped out. At the end of the episode, when she put on the uh, arrow thing. Yeah. Come on. She's ready. Yeah, she's ready to join the action. Yeah, Just teach her how. That's it. She, we already know she's proficient with the blaster. Home the skills, man. They gotta let her... Uh, expand yeah we already know she's maybe force sensitive yeah she does see a lot of things coming these guys basically are trying to survive out there and working for a person named sid who's an old contact here and uh quote-unquote informant for the republic yeah so this is the first we've ever encountered anything of this right now yeah so that was pretty interesting. Yeah, we also uh, learned something about Fennec Shan. Well, yeah. kind of. That she's very early in her career, but she's like risen up the ranks. And she's not working for like any organization. Going for the right price, really. Yeah. So question is, is I want to know what is the price out there? Yeah, Omega? and what, who's this lone benefactor? Because she said they said this is an independent contract outside of the guild. Yeah. So, and it's very interesting that someone like Sid now knows the worth of like Omega or the Bad Batch in a sense. Because she's like, listen, this is someone who's who goes after like high top value priority right now. And now, obviously, Sid knows, but she's like, oh, I'm gonna keep in secrets. Yeah, and you know it's going to come to bite them in the ass. At some point, because Sid will go for what she needs the best. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because she's only using them to get Moochie the Rancor for Jabba and Bib Fortuna over here. I know. A young Bib Fortuna right <laughs> here. Kind of chunky. Kind of chunky. You know? Yeah. We haven't uh, seen him amass to his full chunkiness. Oh, this is also true. You know, he kind of, but he kind of got fat off the power, you know, it's a metaphor. Yeah, he did. It must be something about Jabba's palace. I guess you just get lazy there. I guess. I hope, I hope Boba doesn't get lazy, you know, sitting on that throne. He's yeah. already hefty. He's already hefty. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, he's got a bit of a gut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he does. He does have a little bit of a gut. You know, he's, he's, he's had a few mo- a few but, too many beers on uh, the Dune Sea. But Boba's a guy I see who, you know, likes to get his hands dirty. He's this not just going to sit yeah. back and relax and let somebody else do it for him. He yeah. will. He'll continue to do the work. You know? I can see him like having a little party in the palace throne room. And he just like shoots someone like. Phew. Yeah. It's like in the cantina when Obi-Wan or Ben, you know, chops off the guy's arm and mm-hmm. music stops and then it just goes back to... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? Like Boba just kills you for a party foul. Yeah. It's nice. I like this whole 
Zygerian slavers trying to come back. This time they're not uh, enslaving people, though, obviously. And the Bad Batch are at a disadvantage because there's no data to go off of. Yeah, they have no intellect for anything right now. Yeah, because everything they've done have been based on prior battles. So they have no idea how to do missions of like rescuing and breaking into places because where have they needed to do that? Everything always relied on data, intel, information of everything. Yeah, they were so reliant on everything the Republic gave them. Long behold, it's like they're cut off. Mm Mm-hmm. Which so is like wild. We first saw how the money affected them. Now we're gonna see how the lack of intel and information is gonna affect them. Yeah. It's gonna hurt them because they're gonna have to probably do kind of do what they did right now. They did a mission for Sid to get the intel they needed. So what's not to say to get more intel, they're gonna have to do other missions. But it wouldn't have happened without Omega. Oh, without a doubt. And it's weird. Omega knows how to navigate this underworld a little bit better than the Bad Batch. Yeah. I feel like a ragtag team of misfits would know how to navigate uh, the underworld of mercenary work and bounty hunting. They're just like, all right, whatever. Um, oh, you're Sid. Oh, oh, you're Sid. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, you want me to do a job for you to get in? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's what we're doing. Oh, that's what we're doing. I'm doing a fate. Okay. And you're okay. Cool. And to be honest, I was like, this Rancor coming out here. Let, I let's know. Be real. He's adorable. He is adorable, but he was fucking shit up. Oh, he was for a little guy without a doubt. Yeah. And I think him and Wrecker's battle. Is oh my god, the fact the that they were like <laughs> the greatest. You need to question his authority, you need to question his authority and uh and I battle just think, the alpha. I think it's so funny how both of them fight. They just keep both trying to slap each other and slap and slap. Each slap after the other, I just felt like we're not done yet. It's just they kept going back and forth. Back and forth is oh my god. And then it was like they both took a nap right after. Yeah, they like they <laughs> They fought so much, they tuckered each other out. Like two children. Oh, yeah. Literally. It's like, just just let them take it out, and then they'll be out for the night. That's it. They pooped. I thought it was interesting that they noted Wrecker is losing his edge. Yeah. Also a weird headache. He's been having these headaches as the show's been going on. I wonder if it has to do with the neural... I feel like something has to do with his chip. It's like, cause a guy like Wrecker, he's just like, he's a mess, you know, like he goes in all crazy and everything. And what's not to say his chip is going all crazy. Like that, cause these, these chips are attached to them in like their brain to like inhibit inhibit for them. So what's not to say like him going, him acting all like crazy and a mess. What's not to say that's affecting also the chip being. Yeah. And it won't change his behavior. So, because these clones are, they don't have personalities anymore. Yeah. It's almost like Order 66 wiped them of their personality. It's like a Legion. You know, they are like a, a whole many. My name is Legion, for we are many. We are Legion, a terminal of the Gath. We will integrate into Normandy. It's scary. Because it is. I don't, I, it would be scary to see like Wrecker snap with what's going on with him or, you know. Or have them fight him. Yeah. And are we going to have a situation where Echo figures out how to remove the chip? Like, he has a theory. And he has... It's one of those, well, I'm not sure. It's only a 40% chance or whatever. Yeah. I I want something to go wrong. And Omega is just like... I felt a great disturbance in the Force. Yeah. And then do what... Ahsoka did with uh, Rex. Yeah. I am one with the Force and the Force is with me. I am one with the Force and the Force is with me. I am one with the Force and the Force is with me. I am one with the Force and the Force is with me. I am one with the Force and the Force is with me.
was with me. I I think I think if something's gonna go wrong with in someone of the crew, I think the way Omega's been bonding with everyone, and like you say, this whole force sensitive thing, I think she'll sense it and feel it. Yeah, you're right, because she'll probably get a bad feeling. And at that point, you just want to hope it's, it's not it's not a trap here. All right. I know. I know. Every time in Star Wars, there's always a trap. Always. There's always. You, you just always have to suspect it. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, just like, uh, listen, I'm, I'm expecting there to be some sort of a trap with Sid. I really am. Oh, there's, absolutely. No, there's no way someone like that's not going to hold this over them. She has basically their freedom in her possession. And she so. can sell them out. She can sell them out to Fennec. Fennec, but not even just Fennec. Even the Empire. What's not Saying to say that? Saying that. that they have stolen Kaminoan goods. You know, or what's not to say Sid will try and play both sides where she, she gets greedy. Try, yeah, she tries to get money from, she'll say, listen, how much are you getting for your thing? Maybe I want to cut of yours. Or she'll mm. say, Empire, you got to, you know, she, maybe she'll go for the highest bidder. Who knows? And then someone swoops in and kills her. Like Boba. But it'll, it'll probably be Fennec. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we got a young Fennec here. So. And then when are we going to have our next crosshair sighting? I don't know. It's been a while. I kind of miss him. Yeah. Kind of miss him. Interesting. We've only we got a mention of him. Yeah, that's he's, it. If he's not seen, he's mentioned. That's for sure. I want to see how he's, how uh, this new team of um, enlisted soldiers are going. Yeah, we need more of that. We do need we need more of that. We need the deeper intel and see what uh, Admiral Rampart's up to. How his program's going. Obviously, his program does well because we know it carries over where they don't use clones. This is true. You're absolutely right. It's funny how, like, some questions we know are answered, but there are still, like, some things. It's like we, we the need the filler. To. Yeah. We need the filler to know how they got there. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, you're just so engulfed in the story. They just want to figure it out. Like, oh, my God, how did they how did that happen? Mm. It's like finding out the clone what the Clone Wars is. Yeah. It, it it seems like for a while we're just gonna have like our small little you know adventures like rebels with the show oh, right yeah. now yeah you know that's definitely the way to go i just i wonder if the show's gonna be renewed for a second season i think it will or if this is or this is just a one and done i can't see it i, f- I feel like it just i can't see it being one and done because i feel like we're gonna we're gonna have to jump to like other things that we need answers to like you know, the Celo system, Rex, Gregor, Wolf. We need those answers. Those are definitely some big key answers uh, to follow through with. Yeah. For sure. I I feel like Darth Maul is another one to maybe make a pop-up at some point. You know, yeah. Black Sun, the Pikes. You know, we already know that the underworld is going to play a role. Yeah. There's still now a lot Now we have of, to see... Now we have to see how involved they become. Exactly. So. And you're right. We have to see if Darth Maul appears because we know he's heavy in the Underworld game. So and Until he's not because yeah. he ends up on Malachor. So at some point he is crime lord, top of the world, and then trapped on Malachor, calling himself old master. Yeah. So, so what's the deal, buddy? Yeah, we definitely, we're definitely going to have more for this without a doubt i can't see it not happening i can't i'm with you buddy i'm with you aside from all that happening in star wars we could jump to our uh next thing we got a little glimpse of a teaser yeah from a a show we both love our good old guy dexter morgan it's been so long i know and I'm, i'm i was excited when they first announced we were getting a new season yeah me too because i I wasn't a fan of that ending. I wasn't either. It it felt so anticlimactic. Yeah. Like his sister's comatose, you know. It just I needed more. I wanted him, Hannah, and Harry all to be together at the end. Dexter deserved that happy ending. Ending, yeah. At least. He really did deserve that happy ending. And we didn't see that happen. And I want them to show up in this revival season. Absolutely. 
And what has he been doing up in the woods? You know, all we know is he worked. He was working at that like lumber yard at the end. And just sat there at the table, and that was it. I was like, Has he been killing? Has he been hunting? Like he, he probably hunts, right? He's got to do something for his urges. Has to. He has to hunt. Like he has to do what his dad taught him. I agree. Like you know, because let's be honest, the whole series, everything goes back to his dad. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. And. Uh, in that teaser trailer, he sees that knife and things are clicking right there in his mind. Curious to know, like, that knife, that's that, that knife's going to get bought and be used on somebody. For that show, there are two people who have actually been casted along Michael C., uh, alongside Michael C. Hall. Really? Right? No. So Clancy Brown has been casted to be in the show for the, okay. the revival season. So I'm curious to see uh, what Savage Press. Or uh, Ryder Zadi has got cooking up here, right? <laughs> or uh, what was the other guy that he played? He played the red guy in The Mandalorian. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. Was that Berg or something? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. That It'll be interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see what kind of role he has here. I feel like the last actual like TV show I saw Clancy Brown in was Lost. Yeah. Same. He, was, he was the guy putting the code in before Desmond killed him. So... I'm curious to see, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Bad, yeah, What's like... You know? What is, is Clancy going to be doing? Is he a serial killer that's in town? Like, yeah. And now Dexter has to go back to hunting? The other person casted along in here is Jamie Chung. You know who Jamie Chung is? Why does the name sound familiar? So Jamie Chung, she played... You've seen the Hangover movies, right? Yes. So in the second and third one, ah she's yes, Stu, I know who you're talking she's about. Stu's now. wife, yes, she's, yes, that's who Stu married. Yes, yes, um, I know who you're talking about now. I know you didn't watch The Gifted, but she was in The Gifted. She played Blink in The Gifted. Mm-hmm. She was in the show was three seasons, so she must have been in. She was in a good chunk of episodes. So I'll go, you know, give or take thirty episodes. I would say she was in. Um, she played Blink for that, and. Did you watch Gotham? I did. She played Valerie Vale in Gotham. Mm-hmm. Uh, alongside uh, Ben McKenzie, Jim Gordon. So she was like Vicky Vale's ancestor or whatever. She is going to be in this new Dexter revival. So I'm curious to know, like, who is she to Dexter? Yeah. Is she like the sheriff of the town? Or I don't know. Has, has Dexter decided to be with somebody else? I doubt it. Think so? Yeah, Dexter gives me big sad boy energy. And I really think he's just like about that loner life. I'm in my cabin. I'll grow my beard out for the winter. I felt like he was always the loner type till obvious um like after Rita died. Yeah. Um, until he met Hannah, obviously, because Hannah was just Hannah was the perfect match. And I and- love Yvonne Stravinsky as well. Like yeah. You know, Miranda Lawson, come on. So you couldn't go wrong with that. That didn't work out. Well, I mean, he kind of left her and Harry, left her and his son. So, and I'm curious to know how long this revival takes place after the show. Yeah. We haven't heard that really. Like, do we get an older Harry? Like, you know, like, yeah. where, where is this happening? How far along are we? Because I'm very curious to know. Because how long has it been since the show finished? This show aired its final episode September 22nd, 2013. That's almost 10 years. Yeah. Well, at the time, if I'm correct, Dexter was, yeah, Dexter was the longest running hour long Showtime show when it was eight seasons. It is. That's right. It is eight seasons. And Shameless surpassed it. Yeah, you're right. And Shameless ended after its 11th season just now. So Dexter now is going to get a season nine, a revival season. And I'm I'm very curious to know, like, what other characters could come back. I do. Listen, I I want Hannah McKay to come back. I don't I don't see Dex. I I can't really see Dexter going back to Miami. No, but I also can't see her. Or at least I can't see him being with her after everything that's happened. You know, it's true. 
but I feel like he's he's gonna have some sort of a guilty conscience where he's got to go back to his kid. Yeah, or like his kid finds him or something. Yeah, something wild. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping this gives the right ending to the show to the saga. It gives him closure, like gives the character closure. And listen, it's even I think it's also going to give Michael C. Hall closure because he said to himself when the revival was announced, he said, "Listen, I know things didn't end well, you know, and yeah. a lot of people weren't very Can you confused. imagine how that must feel? Him. You work alone. on a show for 8 seasons and then that's how they end it. Exactly. You, know, you get this anticlimactic final kill. You don't get to be with the girl. And you fake your death, and then they tease you with a beard in a cabin. And that's the thing. That ending, when we see the teaser trailer, he's got a fully clean-shaved face. Exactly. So, what's going on, Dexter Morgan? Are you shaving? Are you are you comfortable showing your face around? Like, What's going on here, man? Do, do these people not get the news from Miami? Do they not have the internet or something? So... Curious to see how this revival season will play out. I still think that I don't I, I don't know if like the main person of this season could top off the Trinity Killer because the Trinity Killer is still my favorite. Yeah. You know, John, I think John Lithgow was the perfect serial killer throughout the whole series, personally. Yeah. And and then just like that relationship between him and Dexter. Yeah. And you know the trinity killer john lifko he topped it off by killing his wife i know you know it couldn't have gotten like any more crazier than that yeah i don't know i'm I'm excited i know we have it coming this fall please do us right and we're gonna get uh i think it's 10 episodes we get as well oh thank you so i'm i'm fine with 10 i think every every other it feels just right 12 i'll take 10 Man, I've noticed like some shows now are starting to lower their episode count a little bit. Yeah. Some are. I think some will go back to their 20 episode orders, which I still think. Eight, I don't think so. I think. I think eight to 16 is where it should be at. I think 16 is the max. I think the age of half hour television being 20 episodes is over. Or that's like just for network television. Like, I can't see I can't see a streaming service giving money to produce a 20 episode order. No, definitely not. No, a streaming service would definitely not do it. Impossible. Like I think for the first time ever, but um The Walking Dead, its final season, season 11, that's going to be 24 episodes. That's I think the longest season any show has ever existed on AMC. And it's an hour long. So, some episodes are like an hour long, yeah. Yeah. So it's for the final season, but they had, they had negotiations that made that happen. That was why. Okay. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Cause they were originally supposed to have after season 10, they got renewed for two seasons and it wasn't, I'm sorry, in midway season 10, they got mm-hmm. renewed for two seasons. COVID hit and they kind of changed up the negotiations. They said, okay, let's do this. We'll renew you for 30 episodes. And how you want to air it, that's what will happen. So what they did is they took six episodes, they added six bonus episodes to season 10, and they said the final 24 will be season 11. That's kind of what happened with them. They did it that way, which I think that works out well. Yeah, I respect that. I like it. You know, Law & Order SVU this year is only 16 episodes for this season. That's the shortest of any Law & Order SVU season. All the other seasons are 22 to 24 episodes. So they shortened it up because of COVID. And this show, that when they renewed season 22, they then renewed for seasons 23, 24, and 25. And for three more seasons. I was like, shit. Fuck. It, it's wild what's going on with some of the, the television industry right now. Some of these shows still around. I don't know how they do it. So, I don't know how people still watch like SVU and still keep up with it after so long. I love SVU. And especially the new spinoff with Elliot back now. I know. I'm even more excited. <laughs> I always get thrown in. I love it. Dexter coming back. I love it. I, I'm excited for Dexter being back. And it's funny to talk about COVID, Rob. Oh, boy. 
I know. I know. You know where I'm going. You know where I, I'm I know going ex- with this. I know exactly where you're going with this. So during COVID, especially in the beginning of the lockdown last yeah. year, mm-hmm. you started a list. I did. A list of games that you wanted to play and or finish. Yeah. And you itemized them by achievement levels. And you went back to these games or you started them and you were like, you know what? I'm going to get every achievement possible. Yeah, I did. Now, Rob, how many games are on this list originally? uh, When I first started this list, uh, there are 77 games total on this list. Okay. How many have you completed during the time of COVID? 19 out of 77. Okay. So it's 25% of that list. 25%. Not bad. Not bad. It just, the lockdown happened. And to myself, I said, oh, you know what? This gives me plenty of time to play games that I haven't gotten to play or games that I still have that I never even got the chance to still beat. And what drew me into it right away is, well, straight off the bat, when I looked at my um, Star Wars Fallen Order, the game was still wrapped in plastic. I had not even opened the game yet. I said, all right, let me start with that game, I guess. All right. So I did that game. And I did that game in the first week of COVID. Everything. Wow. Platinum trophy, the whole entire game, first week of COVID. Took me a week to beat the game. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a week to beat the game it took you a week to unlock everything in the game okay there's levels to this shit and i see where i where i am (laughs) please continue rob as you shit on my fucking gaming life so i i went in i just i couldn't help myself i was like all right now that i'm doing that let me continue right so i did fall in order I went back to then because I don't I think the only new game I got after Fallen Order was Animal Crossing New Horizons when I got the switch for my birthday during COVID. So in that time span in between, I went back and played all these other old games. I went back. I played both Star Wars, the Force Unleashed games. I got every achievement in both of those games. It was and I felt that was something I needed to do because playing the story like Fallen Order, I felt like I was going through nostalgia, deja vu of The Force Unleashed. You know, it's so funny. When the lockdown started, I also got uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I beat it, you know, after a week. (laughs) And then I'm like going... I'm like on my Xbox, I'm going through it, and I decided I'm bored. Let me just look up Jedi, you know, Knights of the Old Republic. Let me look up KOTOR. And it was on sale for like five bucks. Yeah. So and like I remember texting you, like, I think I'm gonna get this game. I think I'm gonna buy, I think I'm gonna spend 10 bucks on a fucking original Xbox game. And right? it's so worth it. Yeah. And I spent Mind you, the begin like I spent a whole month playing Kotor One. Yeah, like I spent the whole first month up the lockdown just playing Kotor One. Like I don't know why I felt the need to go back to something Star Wars that was such an in-depth story. Like maybe that's just our coping with the beginning of it all. Yeah, maybe we needed like that happy place. Because it, it, it it's so funny you you mentioned that because not only did I do like Star Wars Fallen Order Force Unleashed. I then went back and played Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars. I got every achievement in that game. I couldn't help myself. I, I'll put it this way. A matter of like, you're going to think I'm fucking crazy for this. Say 15 to 20 days. I did the Lego Star Wars 3. I did Lego Indiana Jones 1, 2, Lego Batman, Infamous Second Son, and... I got every achievement in all of those games. <laughs> what the fuck? I, 
I just, how do you do it? Do you sleep? Like how during those times, during the times of COVID there for me, I barely slept. I said, right, <laughs> what, what else am I doing? I'm in the house all day. I'm just going to play video games, bro. I literally, I was doing, I did all that before I then got Animal Crossing. And then I went nuts in Animal Crossing. I know you got nuts in Animal Crossing. That was, let me, can we talk about the moment Animal Crossing was in the beginning of COVID? That was like everyone's happy place. Like everyone lived a second life in Animal Crossing. It was like, let me go to your island. I can't go to your house. I can't see you, but I'll go to your island, man. Let me see how you have it set up. Yeah. Like it was crazy. Bro, I would, I remember, I would go to my brother's island. Like, I would, like, I, I'm like, bro, the, I don't remember the last time me and my brother played video games together. It like, was, Animal Crossing brought us together. That's crazy. It, it's so funny you, you mentioned just that. Like, so Animal Crossing didn't have me and my brother playing video games. So, like, when my brother was home for a while, like, working from home one weekend, he said to me, he goes, yo um can i use like my xbox account on your xbox because he never played xbox one he had his 360 uh still and his xbox 360 account i said yeah why what's up he goes i want to play gears 4 i go yo i'm down let's go because me and him played the first three we did the campaign always together like marcus Mm -hmm. and dom we were always like having fun doing that and i was like all right yo let's do gears 4 now so we played gears 4 like we hadn't, yeah. you know, done that in a while. So it was pretty crazy that we were going back to an old time doing that. Yeah. No, it's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. And then after that, the only next new game I got was The Last of Us Part Two. And it took me maybe six days or a week and I platinum trophied the game. Yeah. I remember you you did this whole thing where you played the first one again to get you ready. For I the did. second one. I did. So, so how long did it take you to, to max out the first one? So the first one, oh man, that was, and I played the first one. So I wanted to warm myself up. I didn't know what the trophies were going to be like in The Last of Us 2. The mm. Last of Us 2 didn't have any trophies with difficulty for the campaign. Mm. So I didn't know that. So I played the first one. I think I beat the story four times in a matter of like 12 days. I went in. I got ev- I got every possible trophy that you could get in the game. All the other ones were online, so they're not mm. accessible right now. So basically, I started the game on normal to feel it out again, get the story going again. And then I just upgraded the difficulty each time. So, okay, so you progressively got yeah, made it harder and harder and harder. Yeah, um, because the thing is also for The Last of Us to unlock the hardest difficulty, you have to beat the game on hard, and then you get Survivor, which gotcha. is the hardest. Uncharted is the same way. It's it's something that Naughty Dog does with their games. So um, that was the only reason why I had to play it on those other difficulties. So And then The Last of Us Part Two came out. I didn't have to worry about difficulty trophies but i put it at like a little higher setting just to keep my controls still the same i kept the challenge going in a sense i got you i got you oh and i didn't even during covid i didn't even just do the last of us remastered on ps4 i went back and played it on ps3 and got all those same trophies all over again wait wait, pause 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 (laughs) pause pause so you're telling me you beat the game twice on two different consoles Yes, getting every possible trophy I could, except online. That's fucking insane. What, why? <laughs> what, what possesses you to, to, to get these trophies, to feel the need to max out these trophies, not only on just like one console, but on all? You have to be lord of achievements. Why? I don't know. I just, it gives me something to go for in the games, you know? Okay. I, so I, it- I care so it for feels it more. Like you need something to work towards. Yeah, I I like it more for the story part of the games. I could care less about the online achievements or trophies. Mm. Um, you know, I just I care more for like I'm, I've always been into it for the story. And 
majority of the time, like some of that stuff, like collectibles and all that kind of stuff, they have like a deeper meaning into the game. Like you might read something and be like, holy shit, that's actually pretty crazy about something. Mm. Like, for example, I went back and replayed all the Uncharted games. And in the Uncharted games, did it for one, two, and three on PS3 as well. And as you go through these games, like the Naughty Dog games in general, you catch like these cool Easter eggs and stuff. So in Uncharted, there was always this thing called the Strange Relic. The Strange Relic is one of those like uh, precursor orbs of money from Jack and Daxter. Okay. It was always a collectible to find in Mm. every Uncharted game. It's also one of them to find in The Last of Us called the strange relic which i thought was awesome there's even in uncharted 4 there's a dead guy's body you find and it has a firefly plant pendant that you find as a collectible oh that's awesome that's cool so i find these cool little things so like in the last of us part two in the beginning of the game when you're in ellie's uh room ellie has a ps3 and the game she has is jack and daxter yeah which is cool in the first game when you're in one of the stores with the the two brothers you meet up with, there are two board games, Jack and Daxter 1 and uh, Uncharted 3. So I, I like to catch those little things within like Naughty Dog of Easter eggs. Because it's the whole immersion of it. Yeah. But my, my whole list hasn't uh, totally been fulfilled just yet. You know, I still got a long ways to go, especially because during COVID, I was out of work. I had no job. So, um, had a lot of free time. Exactly. Like a lot of people. Yeah. You know, and it, I, I wasn't even just playing these games. Yeah, I was playing these, but I was also like, we played Warzone with everyone. You know, yeah. there was a lot of Call of Duty craziness going around. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just still trying to plug along on the list as I can. Right now, I'm up to Uncharted 4. And what's after that? Uncharted Lost Legacy. That okay. was the DLC game that uh, came out. And basically, when it first came out, it was actually free to people who bought Uncharted 4. So I was like, let's get that. <laughs> All right. And I respect it. it. It's, it's the first game where you actually don't control Nathan Drake as the main oh, character. It's his brother, right? Or his, right? No, you play as Chloe Frazier. Ah, okay. So it's kind of cool. So All right. Different little aspect, different little touch. And then that'll complete your Uncharted series, correct? That is correct. I will officially have completed then all those Uncharted's of whatever trophies. I and then get what's, what's, what's right after Uncharted? What series are we doing or a specific game are we diving into? So uh, I've been trying to figure that one out. I haven't thought that far yet. Whether I There's a couple on my mind. It's either I do Fable or I do andromeda Mm. so i'm kind of leaning more towards fable because i I gotta play the first one still i've started the first one but i still didn't beat it yet on my i'm i've i'm halfway through the first one i still haven't beat it also okay i'm also i don't know when i'll return to it (laughs) yeah it's it's still a ways to go um because i'm kind of stuck playing mass effect legendary edition yeah see that's that's one of the games I gotta get, man. So you know, I'll probably beat Mass Effect One by the end of the month. <laughs> oh. See, and that's and by the end of the month, I mean by the end of June. <laughs> this list right now, if I got Mass Effect Legendary Edition, that would get added to this list. And the thing is, that will be all I play, and I will be glued for hours <laughs> and hours and hours because. Going back to Mass Effects 1, 2, and 3, I have every single achievement in all three games, including all the DLCs. And you're, you're obsessed with that game. I know I'm going to end up doing it again. I feel like if you buy the game, you're going to have to take a few days off of work and just like be a, just like locked in. Mass Effect is all you're doing on these next few days off. Yeah, I, I, sometimes I feel like that's the only way I'm going to get through this list again. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta tell your girlfriend, like, Babe, don't call me. I'm working on the list. It, it's it's so it's so funny that when I'm focused in the game and everything, listen, my phone can be right next to me. I hear it go off or whatever, but I'm so in tuned. If unless that phone rings like a phone call, that's the only way I'll answer it. The texting okay. sometimes it doesn't happen. 
All right. So I'll, I'll answer the phone, but I'll be playing the game. I'll be like, yo, what's up? What's going on? Like, and I'm just, I'm going in on the game. He's so locked into the game that he's playing. He has no idea where he is or was, what he is doing. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> I love it. I also love that you're, you created this list and you want to complete it. I do. I do want to complete it. And I, lo- I love like this tenacity to like, go like follow through on this little pandemic uh inspired list yeah well you know what's funny now i said that it's funny actually because now i realized there was a game i actually didn't add on here and i didn't add pokemon sword on here when i got it during covid so believe it or not that's 78 games on there and wait pokemon sword has achievements it doesn't so um, I count myself as... Oh, the Pokédex. Yes. Even though... What am I... I should have known that from Jump. So the Pokédex, I practically have that Pokédex completed. I am only... I have two out of the three decks is completed. I'm only missing the Shield Legendary on my uh, main Pokédex. But Crown Tundra, Isle of Armor, done. Cool shit. And in all honesty, I've contemplated buying pokemon shield because shield also is i think it has three different types of gym leaders than sword does Mm -hmm. so that i feel like that kind of changes the dynamic of the game for you in a sense also changes how you make up your team going through the story exactly you know because um i know there's an ice gym an ice gym becomes a main gym i forget what gym it replaces so it doesn't replace the fairy gym, does it? No, it doesn't. I don't think the fairy gym gets replaced, unfortunately, which is kind of upsetting. I know I love and hate fairy Pokemon. Yeah, fairy Pokemon a little weird. It's it is. It is it's fairy also Pokemon. It's made me try to rely on bugs and poison types now. Like now I feel isn't, like I need them. Isn't it weird that the fairies beat the dragons? Yeah, right? Like to me, that's wild. Fairies beat the dragons. And, and that's why I always have a fairy on my team. Uh, and who who is that go-to fairy? Um, Gardevoir. Oh, yes, Gardevoir. Gardevoir is my go-to fairy. So it's funny because Ralts never used to be a fairy. It was always Yeah, psychic. no, no. It's when they created fairy types, it they made certain... Part- they, they either change something like Clefairy used to be a psychic type or a normal type, and it's right? A psychic fairy. Now it's a fi- now it's just a fairy. Oh, and no, yeah. Jigglypuff that's is right. just a normal fairy. Yeah. And now Togepi is a fairy type. Yeah. I forgot Togepi became fairy. Meryl think... is now a water fairy. Yeah. That's so wild it's how they changed that. Yeah. So now, like, certain Pokemon, it's interesting to use them on your team just based off type. Because a fairy becomes very essential in defeating dragon types. Yeah, especially if you have someone who's very, like, dragon-heavy. Lance. But yeah, Rob, like, back to the list. I love it. I love the fact that you created this list. I can't believe we went through a whole pandemic together, and I never knew about the list. Like, I, I, knew, I knew you were completing games, you know, hunting for achievements. I didn't know you were hunting achievements for some greater mission to complete a list that you made out of boredom. Yeah. I uh, couldn't help myself. And uh, I need an, I need an update when you get to 50%. 50%. Okay. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. You let me know. Cause you're at 25, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, and listen, this, it, it includes games that I actually like, I'm talking like I want to go back and play games where I was thinking about going back and playing Pokemon Fire Red. That's, throwback, throwback. So like it has games on here that don't even have achievements or trophies and stuff. Like you think about it, all the well, Pokemon like even games, though Pokemon doesn't have like achievements per se, but maxing out a Pokédex is an achievement. Yeah. Like there is a gratifying feeling that you get when you max out a Pokédex. It's true. So, so yeah, there's, there's no traditional achievements, but that act is an achievement all on its own. Yeah. Because you got to catch them all, and to catch them all is not easy. No, because also you have to trade in between games. Exactly. 
and going back to play some of those old Pokemon games, it's all it's pure training. It's not like how the EXP yeah. share changed and everything. I know XP share it's... changed the game. I don't, I hate being that like that like person who's always like back in the day, man. Pokemon was hard. Like you know, the kids, the young people, the younger people, fucking who are you know twenty and younger, they got it easy with Pokemon. I hate to be that guy, but. They did, you know. I remember. Uh, yeah, they did. Remember, the, remember how things changed when Action Replay came out? Yeah, bro. You remember how people fucking abused Action Replay? Dude, nine hundred and ninety nine. Everything, bro. Oh people my god, went nuts. Bro, people were like mass max out Master Balls. The Action Replay changed the game when it happened for uh, what was it? Uh, Platinum, Diamond, Pearl, Harpoon, yeah, and then people and Soul started Silver. using it for breeding. I didn't go that far. Bro, I know some people who went that far. I didn't go that far. It, it was insane. But even, like, in terms of difficulty, have you ever played Red and Blue? Oh, when you go back that far? Hell like, yeah. I'm talking original Game Boy. Like, I'm talking yeah. Red and Blue. Yeah. The other know? day, I put them in and turned them Look, on to see what, I, what was going on. Bro, those games are fucking challenging. I know. Like, you legit had to work hard. Yeah. Even silver and gold, man. Ruby, sapphire, emerald. Bro, ruby and sapphire. I feel like it ended at at emerald, where it was hard. Yeah, because yeah. Once diamond and pearl, I feel like diamond and pearl has started to feel easy. And also, that's when the action replay became the big thing. Yeah. They still, they still had like a GBA action replay type thing, but mm-hmm. I feel like no, it wasn't yeah. as popular when it was for the DS. No, because for the DS, people were getting ROMs and stuff also. Yeah, everyone They're like, getting yeah. emulators and stuff. Exactly. It was like a crazy subculture of handheld gaming. And after that all happened on 3DS, when you got the EXP share, it just let you have everyone get an EXP. Yeah. And now that the game, the developers were like, you know what, let's build in EX, you know, EXP share and let it affect the whole team now. And it's crazy because I look at my team in Sword. My team in Sword is practically almost all level 100. Yeah, it's crazy how you can max out your team. So, and you're not even using all of them. No, you can you can legit max out your team in main one like one or three Pokemon. Yeah. It's true. It's wild. And there's a, I missed the challenge factor of Pokemon. So like to go back and play those games for the challenge or like the nostalgia you know i can i consider that to be an achievement the achievement is beating milk tank and oh oh the milk tank in freaking the third gym goldenrod city yeah oh oh, what was that gym leader's name whitney that bitch bro fucking (laughs) whitney and her fucking milk tank man i have ptsd people you bring up whitney like in my presence i'm like oh I fucking hate it. It's so funny because, like, you can play. So when, remember the the smaller version of the 3DS that came out with, like, the Amiibo stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. So I bought the Pokemon Red and Blue one where you can change the cover to Charizard or Blastoise. And when I bought that, I had no idea. So I turned it on and everything. It came with Pokemon Red and Blue on the 3DS. Yeah. The virtual console games. I was like, "Yeah, this is fire." That was a fun time. That was cool. I know, right? And there's supposed to be a new po- a Pokemon co- game coming out later this year, right? The remasters of Diamond and Pearl. So November. I can't wait. November. And then we get the open world Pokemon Arceus. You're right. We're getting Pokemon Arceus, and that so one looks fun. That is bringing me back. I I need my own fucking place. Like my own house or something <laughs> so i can put all my shit out i could play gamecube i could go back to coliseum gala darkness bro i can i could just do it all you just go back to memory lane pop in pokemon a stadium real quick yeah i, I hook up my n64 bro still i love it i love it rob is there anything else you want to say uh i'll throw in a couple of my fun facts actually oh fun uh, facts for bad batch this week so um our good old uh, introduction to the character Sid. She is voiced by Rhea Perlman, who is Danny DeVito's ex-wife. Mm-hmm. 
she was also the one of the main characters on the TV show Cheers. She played the head waitress, Carla yeah. Tortelli. Yeah. So she has made her way into the Star Wars universe now. Uh, another one. So I found this out. I was I was doing some history on Rancors, and it turns out Rancors are native to the planet Dathomir. And we have yet to see yeah. a Rancor on Dathomir. What about Fallen Order? Okay, except in Fallen Order. But I'm talking, like, Dathomir was such a big thing in the Clone Wars. We never saw a Rancor there. True, true. You're right, you're right. But um, Fallen Order makes up for it, though. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. They're, they exist in the same. I think it's interesting that... Yeah, they obviously exist in the same universe if you wanted Cal Kestis to be <laughs> oh my God. the season finale of oh, the fucking the Mandalorian season two. I'm never letting you live that one down. <laughs> the uh, Rancors. It's interesting we learn a little bit about their history that Rancors follow a hierarchy, right? Of someone who beats them. Okay. Wouldn't it have been interesting if Luke had beaten the Rancor in Jabba's palace? but beaten it where he didn't kill it. And that Rancor would have been under Luke's hierarchy, Man. basically. Yeah. yeah. He could have That's... just like tore through Jabba's palace. The job would have been super easy. Saved himself so much work. So thought that was... Uh, Boba little... Fett might not have been, you know, thrown to a Sarlacc. Yeah. So that was interesting. And here's another one. We have Ord Mantle mentioned right now through the Bad Batch and everything. There's a line in the movie, The Empire Strikes Back, in the beginning, where Han finally is gonna leave because Jabba still has a price on his head. When he goes to leave, Leia obviously follows him and say, oh, so you're just gonna leave like that. He goes, well, yeah, you know, that last bounty hunter that came after me on Ord Mantle was a lot. I believe that this bounty hunter after him on Ord Mantle, tell me not, has to be Fennec Shand. Yeah. Tell me I'm on to something here. You might be on to like, something. It, I think it falls perfectly into the timeline of Star Wars. I think it might be Fennec. I feel like they might find a, like, a way to work in Fennec. I think that would be sick as hell. Because right now Bad Batch is the beginning of Fennec. And Fennec is in the Mandalorian, who has a very high reputation. Yeah, she's a, basically a legend. So what's not to say that it was her after Han on Ord Mantle. But there are my fun facts for this week. All right. I like them. I like them. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else, Rob? Anything else you want to add? No, that's all I got so far. I'm going to, I'll keep you up to date though with that list. All right. Thank you. I want to, we have to talk about it on air once, yeah. uh, once you get to 50. All right. Sounds all good. Right. Sounds great to me. It's your boys, Robbie Rockets, the dude Dariel. Celsior. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to leave a comment. And don't forget to leave five stars wherever you listen to your podcast. Let it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, SoundCloud, you know, all this stuff, you know, everywhere. Overcast, you know, all that stuff. You know, just just give it five stars. Right? Stay beautiful, my people.